0: Thanks for listening to the Dr. Drew Podcast on Podcast One. Welcome, podcast, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Appreciate you supporting those that support us. Tell a friend, as Adam says. We appreciate the word of mouth support. Uh, Get the word out there. Get this thing we... I really do appreciate it. I like doing it. I like you you know, supporting the people that support it so we can continue doing it. And we appreciate you listening. Feedback, doctor.com slash contact. Give Any me feedback, anything you'd like to hear interviewed here or things we didn't hit, you want to hit, or you'd like questions answered, check it out there. It is my privilege today to welcome Scott Thompson. Comedy album is not a fan. Available on Amazon and iTunes. And uh, you have a book as well, right? I do,
1: yeah. Uh, a book called, It's called uh, Buddy Babylon, the autobiography of Buddy Cole. It's a fictional memoir of a character of mine.
0: Oh, how interesting. And and Buddy is in the le Deluge.
1: Yes, and then the, I have a one-person show which I'm touring, which is called le Deluge, which is the Buddy Cole monologues, and it's 10 monologues of Buddy Cole after the kids in the hall went off the air. So it's the last 25 years, and history uh, changes. Everything around him changes, but he doesn't budge.
0: And, and so le Deluge is after the flood. After the flood, yes. And and the flood is when you're with them? Yes, yes. That is,
1: that's ref- yeah. a
0: reference to the kids in the hall, I, I guess, at the top of the wave. Uh, got it. Yeah. Uh, you can follow Scott at, at Scott Thompson. Uh, oh, is there an underscore? There's an underscore. Uh, Scott underscore Thompson? Yes. Okay. Um, and and uh, you've got such interesting life experiences. I want to get into all that. Um, maybe sure. start with the the deluge, what that was like and <laughs> what <laughs> happened You then. mean the kids in the hall? Yeah.
1: Well, it was incredible. I mean, I'm I'm still in the deluge. Yeah. I mean, it, the water has receded a little bit, but it can always come back. And the kids in the hall have never broken up. We're like the mafia. <laughs> you leave in a coffin. <laughs> and uh, I've been with them since um, I was a kid. I remember the first time. How, how did that happen? Them. Well, I went with a friend. I was uh, I was an actor. Like I just a regular actor. I thought I was going to be a dramatic actor who was funny on talk shows. you were, st- you were at stage or you were doing television, stage, or, yeah. whatever, anything. I was just started out. And then I went with a friend to a midnight show with the kids in the hall. and We started
0: out. So you're from Canada? I'm Canadian. Okay. Yeah, we're
1: Canadian. And uh, there was like seven of them at the time, and I just saw them, and I literally fell in love at first sight. And I, I turned to my friend and said, that's what I'm going to do. Oh, wow. And the, like, in- How old are you at that point? 23. Wow. And I just knew that was it. That was the rest of my life was set. I had no doubt, and then I basically decided that I all I had to do was get them to notice me, and then they. I, I, I was so arrogant as a young person that <laughs> I thought, when they see what I can do, they'll have no choice but to bring me into the group. Wow! And so what I did was that night when I saw them perform, they had donuts taped under the seats all over the little theater, and. Um, I guess they needed it for a bit later on. Uh-huh. And I thought, well, I'll take all the donuts and I'll throw it at them. Uh-oh. So I was just trying to attract their attention. Uh-huh. So I just started whipping pieces of donut at them on stage. And they're like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> and they, the ne- they didn't forget me. I just wanted them to notice me. Ugh. you know. And it th- worked. It worked. I mean, it was a calculated risk. They could have just said, they could have thrown me out. And that would have been the Did end Did you have of it. a motivation for it? Did you, no, I no, I didn't. I th- didn't. It's sort of like, I guess, in trying to impress someone you want to sleep with, like doing a wheelie or something. Yeah. Uh, like you're that? just getting attention. I just needed them to know that I was that I existed. So, so that then happened. Yeah, and and then a prey afterwards. Oh yeah, yeah. And that Buddy Cole was my first character that I developed, uh. and Buddy Cole's like an over-the-top um, queen. Uh. Um, he 's like a a, like a lounge lizard, He's yeah, like yeah. a gay man from a different era, like a cravat wearing gay man kind of thing like a Quentin <laughs> so, crisp type. yeah or, or uh, Paul Paul almost yes, in a way, and in many ways, because in those days that you couldn 't be openly gay uh-huh. um, you had to, i had you had to have a cover it's like a cravat know, like, yeah exactly a <laughs> yeah, cravat exactly so um I, that was the very first character that I created when I joined the group, and I did him for years on the show. And, every, and then when I left the show, I've continued to do him for years. Like I just—he's—I mean, I do stand up now as well, but there are certain topics that I can't touch, but he can. It, he can give say an example. Anything. Well, I, Buddy Cole does a whole piece on the Me Too movement. Oh yeah, which is called Pound Me Too. And it's <laughs> all about. <laughs> He's just glad (laughs) that they don't say hashtags. They don't call them pound signs anymore. (laughs) like pound me too wouldn't have had quite the same impact. So those kinds of things. And and why did you leave the group? I never left the group. Oh, they said that I left. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I never left the group. We we just stopped making television. And then we went our own way. And we blew up for like five years where we didn't even talk to each other. I think we were too... In each other 's um, pockets, mm. we just were such an intense group, and we were together for ten solid years of, of work and Then we made a movie it was uh, a disaster financially with Paramount called brain candy mm. i mean it 's a cult hit and i 'm very proud of it, mm. but it was a financial disaster mm. and then we just and then we came back after five years and went, you know chemistry is something that doesn 't happen very often in life, yeah, and uh, so we 've been together ever since oh nice. All right, so you grew up in Canada, mm-hmm. what was that like? Well, you know <laughs> that's a hard, that's a pretty big question. um I have four brothers, so I had a pretty rambunctious childhood. They beat the shit out of you, oh yeah, totally okay, yeah, everybody beat the shit out of me, okay you the I youngest. S- no, second oldest. Second oldest. But I wasn't the biggest. Uh, I'm like one of the smallest of my family. But four, four brothers, everyone's beating the shit out of everybody. Basically, that's but how But there's you,
0: always some triangulation yeah, and there's getting the worst always, of it. Always. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's how you would say hi. You would punch As <laughs> you pass them in the hallway, you punch them. <laughs> and uh, So it was just constant. Yeah. Uh, constant violence. Some of it good, some of it's bad. You know what I mean? There was loving violence and then there was regular <laughs> old violence. But Yeah. <laughs> So it was a pretty, you know... I, you know. Did, you, were your parents also aggressive? Is that why... It was my father, other... very much so, so. that's where that's almost being acted out then. Yeah, yeah. my father, very much so. My um, mom, no, not so much. She didn't know anything about men. She only had a mother mm. and a twin sister. She mm. never had a father. How come? So uh Her father died mm. when she was, um, well, when my grandma was pregnant. Mm. So she had this kind of ache for men. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, she well, boy, just... Well, she luck out. She really yeah. did, <laughs> and she just was... That, obs- you guys fixed that? We did. Yeah, good. She was obsessed with men. She still is.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, you didn't solve that by <laughs> no. Most women, when they have moms, when they have just
1: boys, are like, "Oh my god."
0: Well, she what's had going no
1: But I think my mom, even to this day, will say um, that she would rather have had five boys and five girls because she thinks the five boys are, are simpler, mm.
0: maybe yeah. more difficult, in, intrigue, in, yeah. but simpler. Yeah, interesting. And I agree with that. And your dad, so he was sort of physically abusive. Yes, he was very. Uh, yeah, Pretty bad. Yes. It, was he from military or something? Or no. Just, uh, he just was that guy. Was he drinking too? No, he's no. one of those – he was like
1: amazing – like he was violent and sober. Mm. So is that like a – that's a gold star. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> a rare, rare, rare father. We're a violent dad. <laughs> no, my father was actually – my father's actually a really good drunk. When he drinks, he's actually – Better. A, a better person. What did he do for a living? He was an engineer. Mm.
0: Yeah. And did
1: he ever act that out on your mom? Never.
0: Yeah, Interesting.
1: Never. I mean, there might have been a few times when she got in the way, and she might have taken a clip, but— But that was accident. It was accident. Collateral damage. Collateral damage, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And so did you—sometimes when that's going on in the home, kids, kids will take their first opportunity to get the hell out of there. Yes. Yeah. How old were you when you left? Uh 18. So yeah. you stuck it out pretty good. I finished high school yeah. and
1: then I went away for a year. Uh, I, I was on a, I, basically my life changed when I left home and I spent a year in a program called Canada World Youth, mm. where I got put into a family in the Philippines. And huh. uh, it's this wonderful program that they have in Canada, which is like the Peace Corps. Yeah, yeah. Except there's except the difference is there's no. Um, no one's pretending that you're doing any good. Like, mm-hmm. you don't pretend that you're building homes or wells. You're just there to learn. Did you learn Tagalog? Oh, Tagala. T- 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I, basically, it's, it, the whole program, it's so idealistic. It was a, a legacy of Pierre Trudeau, who was Justin's father, yeah. which is basically to build bridges between the first world and the third world. Mm. That kind of like um, utopian kind of idea. And so basically, that's all. I, I live with a the family. They adopted me. And like a family of 14 who lived in like a nipa hut with no electricity oh my in goodness. a village. Like never... Did it freak you out at first? Or? Oh, I, I, I absolutely. Yeah. Completely yeah. freaked out. Were you
0: worried that you're not going to make it? Yeah. Of, oh yeah. I
1: mean, and they probably wouldn't do that today. They put us, Mike, where I was put, I was all alone. I was put in the middle of a of a a, gor- a, a district that was filled with guerrilla activity. Not the ant, like guerrilla. There was like a a, a slumbering... Uh, war that had been going on for years, which is still going on in the Philippines. They were called the New People's Army, so there was like violence occasionally, oh my God. and there it was pre-internet. Pre- there was no way to talk; no, you couldn't. There were no phones. Uh, did you have ba-
0: no no plumbing?
1: No, we you, we shit in a in a did hole you, in the ground.
0: Did you were you exposed to? Did you develop any infectious disease? Yes, I did. I came Wait.
1: home with Quash Yorker and um, well, that's protein d-
0: malnutrition.
1: I had two diseases. I had a worm,
0: like a liver fluke.
1: Something like that. Because
0: that'll make you look quash yorker. I had
1: like a big belly.
0: Yeah, that's from you had a Chinese liver fluke.
1: Something like that. And yeah. I had like, um, and I was very, I had two things quash yorker, which was, a, I guess, a malnutrition, protein malnutrition. And then I also had a, a fluke. So yeah, I did. I, I and uh, But it was worth it. Because you learn at a very young age, and I never—I grew up in where I grew up when I grew up. Um, everybody was white. Yeah. I'd never known people. Of, I didn't know people that were different races or anything. So you learned
0: at a very young age what
1: that people are exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. And you can learn that on paper, and yeah. on paper I knew it, but I didn't know it like in my heart. And that's kind of a—that's like a huge thing to absorb. Because then you look at the world and you're like, oh my god. A monsoon in Bangladesh is as bad as a monsoon in Burbank. Yeah, yeah. And that's a, that's a big – and I've never I've – never, well, I, I've never let that leave me.
0: Did you speak Tagalog going in or did you have to no, learn? It? Oh. No, no. Oh
1: I, I didn't oh speak God. a word of Tagalog.
0: How did you communicate with your family? Well, the, they, 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 they family par- of origin. I mean, you're, you're fa- back in the Canada. The foster family. I mean, did you send family. a hello mother,
1: hello father kind of letter back? to your They parents? would have like, you, know, me, you know aerograms. aerograms <laughs> remember aerograms, yes, which yes. were envelopes that folded yeah. into the envelope yes. and, they, and you wrote on them. That's what it was. They take a month to get to Canada, so my parents didn't have. They were just constantly freaked out. Um, they did wouldn't your parents hear from were. me. Yeah, for oh, months they wouldn't oh hear from God. me. And then I, but it was amazing. I mean. You know, uh, it was an amazing experience. Um, I just, uh, it, I'd never known anything. I'd never known poverty like that. But you I ended also,
0: up having a gastric lymphoma, and it makes me. Uh, how, oh, then you were fairly young when you had that.
1: I got, I had lymphoma uh, ten years ago. It makes me wonder if it had something to do with all this. You know, it's funny you say that because yeah. I, I, that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about. Because huh. you're a doctor, yeah, and I, I'm pretty convinced that my lymphoma. Came from some things in my childhood. I had mononucleosis when I twice when I was a child, and I know that
0: they're linked. Well, it, it says something about your immune system. Yes, uh, and lymphoma is an immune tumor. Yes, yeah, and and, and gastric lymphoma is very strange for somebody that
1: young. I know, yeah. I know. I had four tumors in my stomach. Eh. There's, I have a lot of theories about it. Um, um, I I I think trauma is one of the things that emotional trauma. Yeah, yeah. gave me cancer. Could be.
0: I'm, I mean, again, the immune system and the neurological system. I'm pretty are, they sure because I,
1: yeah. I look at things that when I was a child, I was a very, I, I was ill. I had a lot of things get, I had encephalitis when I was a child. Jesus. I had a lot of things go wrong with me. I almost died a number of times. From what?
0: When when encephalitis. That's one
1: I got, um, well, I was in a... Uh, I was in a, a shooting when I was a boy. Oh, of course you were. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and that's what that were you were you an active shooter? No, were you, no, no, no. I was, was caught the, in the crossfire. The boy in my uh, in my sc- my class shot my school up. Oh my god! When I was sixteen, this is in Canada. Mm-hmm. Funny, mm-hmm. we don't ever hear about that. No, they don't. It took. It happened so long ago, but it was the beginning in many ways of the modern. High school shooter, um, and um, but it was pretty much the first. But I believe that that what happened that day uh, did something to me. Yeah, I, I'm not you, sure.
0: You were actually shot too? No, you, no, you just no he missed.
1: I, I, no, I was late for class, so uh. I was coming. I got, I was saved by a, another teacher. It was uh. very, I was very, very, very lucky. Uh. But it's funny with my lymphoma. This is the weird thing: is I, 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 um, I think I probably PTSD. I think is something oh, that sure. probably contributed to my cancer because this, my cancer happened. It, to me, it happened instantly. I'd been going downhill for months thinking things had been like I'd have pink eye that wouldn't go away, little things like that, Prostitis, prostatitis, mm. that sort of thing. And then one night in West Adams, which is where I was living, I was very depressed. My life was not good at all. And I heard gunshots outside my, um, my door. And I'd never heard, I hadn't heard gunshots since I was a boy. And uh, I immediately went into shock. And I immediately immediately was back that day. And I remember everything moving very slowly, the way it does when you're in shock, and thinking, which which wall is the thickest? I must find the thickest wall, and then I must sit against that wall until Mm. it's over. And that's what I did. And the next morning, when I woke up, I had pain in my stomach. Mm. And it never went away. And then I went right to my doctors, and I said, there's something wrong with me. And I believe that the trauma – what happened to me when I was a child changed me in a cellular level. Mm. And cancer – I kind of personify cancer as like a demon and it gets a root in like a hook, Mm. like a hookworm in a way. And then it just – spends its lifetime building things that, like, oh, I'll get cigarettes for a period, oh, a little Coke period, oh, a heartbreak, and it c- collects all these things. And then I think the the, the when it heard the, I know it's weird, it's, I don't think, it, it's not a demon, but cancer, the trigger, the sound of those bullets t- triggered it. And it, it was instant. I had no and the next morning I woke up with pain. It was almost like the bullet had been like chasing me for like thirty years, you know. So that's 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 one of my – I I can't figure out why I got it. Like my family aren't we're not cancer people, we're heart and stroke people. And like my, my, my I have my father and my his his brother and his sister, they're like in their nineties. Mm. Um she's not my aunt is eight ninety seven, my uncle's ninety five, my dad's ninety they don't have cancer. You know what I mean? Like, how did this happen? And you weren't
0: exposed to any weird chemicals or anything. Well, that's the
1: other thing. Yeah. I think I might. It might. I might be part of that Monsanto claim because I was. I, I'm, I've never done anything about it. Roundup. Yes, because I was working a lot in the garden at that time. Uh. I've never done. I, I, I keep looking at those th- reports and go, maybe I should s- say something because. It's I unclear. remember.
0: It's very unclear, even though they're trying to make a big case. It, it's not clear that Roundup does it. It makes me wonder also if there was any chemicals in the Philippines when you were there. Did anybody else get sick that you left behind? Or?
1: No, no, I don't think so. Hmm. But I, I, I definitely think that some of these things that happened when I was young definitely left their mark.
0: Yeah. You got to look at the fluke, too, and see if there's any you know, reports of
1: – And it's my gut. Yeah. And I also think about um, the gut. <laughs> like fear lives in the gut. And, right, And I, I've been – I think I've been afraid most of my life. It doesn't well, appear like it, but I have It's a
0: very interesting question about the impact of the autonomic nervous system where there's a big parasympathetic web just right on top of your stomach here. And mm-hmm. it, who knows what – we don't know what it We does, don't know what it is? No, how it works. We what's know what it, it is. What's what it look like? It looks like a big spider web kind of, like a big mat. Of, are they nerves? It is nerves, yeah. It, it's, and
1: it's – it, right you, can, here? you
0: got one on your pelvis, you got on your, pin, you got one over your chest. And what is this? And, 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 and the one here is just your? This is your? What people commonly call it the solar plexus, but it's just a, a web of of uh, parasympathetic tissue. Primarily. And when 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 you're, is it is that where the fear and flight comes from? the fear is more of this chain that goes along your spine, but it's kind of integrated up here in the stomach. And you know, obviously, we feel it. A lot of what gets back to our brain comes from that. Like, my heart hurts when yeah, we say yeah. that. Well, there's actually a thing here that's picking stuff up. It's so not. Th- it's not really. Pain so there, but there's risk. so there's, there's stuff a form that gets of thinking happening here. There's a form of processing. Yes, yes. Maybe there, the way don't. that the Let's way that the plants, plants think. Mm, I think it's more than that. It's it's the seed of emotion. It's really the the primitive source of emotion is in our body. So like the pre brain. I, I think it deserves its own. Don't think. Its own thing. It's it's your it's what your brain is embedded in. Is this web of information that comes out of your body, and it's where emotion is is stored and processed. And when you say I have a feeling, yeah, it's in your body. Yeah, it's feelings, not here. Yeah, feelings are processed up here. time it's yeah. in your body. And uh, so, yes, of course, uh, I, I absolutely. I I I can't sign off on the specific no, cause, I, but I definitely cosign I, I, the I, idea that there's
1: a well, relationship. Well, I know I had PTSD, in my, but in my in my day, you didn't talk about those sorts of things. But I remember. Mm-hmm. I, at least for ten years, if I heard, I, well, first of all, even today, if I see a room and there's balloons in it, I don't want to go in that room because well, I don't want that balloon to pop.
0: And, and right, and you heard this gunfire in two thousand nine, right? Mm-hmm. But you, you'd had a. You had something happen in 2000
1: already, too. Yes, I was firebombed. Of course.
0: (laughs) As as is the custom. As most people people
1: have. uh, uh, A year before the rest of the world. What the fuck? I was firebombed by an Islamic fundamentalist group in West Hollywood. West Hollywood. Yeah, I know. Why did we hear about this? Because it was pre 9 11. Oh. And I think if it had happened, obviously, a year later, it would have been Isn't much bigger. So no one paid any t- – it, it was a story, very, very tiny. The people I, probably think it was like a fluke or some crazy nut I think, job. I think it happened on, on November 1st, so it was the morning of Halloween. Mm. It was in West Hollywood. I think the police thought it was a gay thing. Like, oh, you fags, you're always just doing <laughs> crazy stuff on Halloween. Or maybe an anti-gay thing, right? They might have, yeah. except there was a note that said in the name of Allah, the merciful and compassionate –
0: and did they burnt. know
1: what, whatever you're going to tell me led up to this? Yes. <laughs> did the police I'm, know about that?
0: No. Okay. What happened?
1: I made a movie. Oh. My, my boyfriend at the time uh, was a Frenchman. He still is a Frenchman. And he's a documentary filmmaker. And he made a movie about Saddam Hussein called Uncle Saddam. And it's a documentary about the private life of Saddam Hussein and his family. But done in a kind of a like – uh, entertainment Tonight, Hollywood, like dynasty kind of a way. It's, it's, in a tongue light and, cam- tongue-in-cheek? Tongue-in-cheek, tongue-in-cheek campy. pre nine eleven,
0: pre-war, all of that. those sons were into weird well, stuff. Uday and Kusei. Yeah. Our cats
1: at the time were named Uday and Sajida, named after Uday, the son, uh, and Sajida, the wife. Uh. And the, the, the day that the Americans invaded Iraq, Sajida ran away. Mm. <laughs> the wife ran away. So Has anyway, she been seen ever mm-hmm? since? Has she been seen since? No, no. She disappeared. But then Uday flowered, interestingly enough. As soon as Shajida left, Uday just flowered into a fantastic cat. I think to make up for that name, for his you know, his human namesake being such a monster. Uh. Um, but yeah, so we made this movie. I wrote it and helped him produce it. And it was about Saddam Hussein. And then it started doing like a, a film circuit and then about a but it month. was not it was not did it in any way disparage muslims or no no it, Why? no it disparaged it was disparaged Saddam Hussein but, what, what, but we we're apostates it doesn't matter we're not muslims and he is a muslim even though he was a terrible muslim and was this if anything to do with the Shia Sunni conflict was this no i i really don't know i just know that it was it, it was funny it was made by two men two gay men that, oh. i think that had a lot to do with it and um, I think they I – I really don't know. But my boyfriend told me at the time, he said, we're being watched. Gonna, something's going to happen. And I, this is 2000. I was like, what are you talking about? That's crazy. And then about two weeks before the firebombing, I noticed a man outside our house in a car mm. reading a newspaper like in the afternoon every day just like get smart. Like I was like, this can't be really happening. And um, and then on November 1st, they came to our house in the night while we slept. And they, they filled the, the big garbage, you know, the blue one, the black one, and the green one, the big giant garbage cans with gasoline, put them on the front lawn, set them on fire. Then they had buckets of red paint, and they splashed the house like blood. And then they put a note in our foyer on the floor that said, in the name of Allah, um, the merciful, burn the satanic film or you will be dead. Hmm. And I think I got – I got P- I think every time my PTSD dries up, I feed it again. And then I also think that traumatic events in my childhood make me chase it.
0: Well, that's a fascinating insight because that's exactly what humans do. They do what's called a traumatic reenactment. Yes. When th- something about our wiring – and no one really is satisfactorily explained this – when particularly under the age of 12, when we have an adverse event, mm-hmm. we, we repeat it. Or we, we seek, we're attracted to people and yeah. circumstances where it inevitably gets repeated.
1: I, I think that's what happened to me. It's like I've been trying to explain this to people. and A lot of people that haven't experienced that kind of intense violence or trauma when they're young don't quite understand it. But it's the idea that when you escape with your life, when you beat the monster, whatever the monster is, it's such a thrill and so euphoric, nothing touches it. And I think I've been chasing that my whole life.
0: That's your version of it, which yes. is interesting. And I've also noticed people even do crazy things like, I'm going to go live my life now. Yeah. And they live it in some extreme dangerous way that yeah. yeah. ends up That's endangering me. them again. Yeah. And so, and, and now that I've lived, I'm, I'm going to make sure I live my life by nearly dying again. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm done with this, <laughs> with this love affair with death. I'm going to live on the side of a mountain. Uh, right, Exactly. Well that's that's a great insight and if you please let me know if you ever hear any if you have any more ideas about what our brain is doing and why evolutionarily we would evolve like that yeah, that's the part I find it, most it
1: interesting. doesn't make sense that i would keep running towards danger well i think my it has something
0: life. to do the only the only provisional theory i've got right now is that it has something to do with um, memory in the sense of population memory mm-hmm. and that is to say we have explicit memories, right? We can remember things that we have, and they're notoriously inaccurate, right. but we have them. We have ways of writing things down and memorializing them, uh-huh. and, and, but even that gets changed and mythologized. Yeah. And Certainly, if it's just a spoken word or we act it out, it would get changed over time. But when we repeat things, like in a ritual, yeah, we do the same ritual every year. We get the, If you're Jewish, you get the salt water and the parsley yeah. and the egg and the blah, 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 and it never changes. And that's an, that's an externalized memory, almost like a downloaded memory mm-hmm. that you repeat. And I have a feeling that may be what the evolutionary piece is, why we do that, gone awry in these childhood trauma situations.
1: Is that kind of yeah, fit? it does actually. Yeah. And It even explains my, my career choice and coming out the way I did. Like no one came out on television in 1989. Like that was kamikaze. Like going ah, let's see how this goes. It didn't go so well. But <laughs> you know, I, I I just thought every so time it's you I seeking see it, the danger. Yeah, I see an open window and rather like Garp said, keep walking. I'm like, eh, see what happens when I throw myself out. But did, did that ever? I, I, I bet, though, that also served you well at times. Yes, it does. Yeah. It serves me well as an artist.
0: Yeah. Yes. Because going through the door, through the window, whatever it might be, is a little bit of through the looking glass also in the sense that- I'm not it, afraid it could, of life. It could be magic in the other yes, side. Yes, that's yeah. absolutely yeah. true. I'm, yeah. not,
1: I'm not afraid of throwing myself into yeah. something new. Mm. Not at all. No. I mean, uh, to a fault in a way. So, so yeah, well, that's the fault is the the word goes bad, where the yeah.
0: trauma gets re- <laughs> Like my father keeps <laughs>
1: when are you going to retire? I'm like, retire? What are you talking about? I'm not even... And how's your father now? My father's 89. And what part of Canada was this you guys were in? Uh, Brampton, which is just north of Toronto. North of Toronto.
0: Yeah. Uh, like the suburbs, those big, beautiful suburbs that are up there? Yeah, are, yeah. Those are beautiful. Yeah.
1: Toronto's an amazing place. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, what happened with the high school shooting? That, and what was that all about?
1: Well, he, he sat behind me. He shot 16 people. But, he, I mean, killed three. Was he a psychopath like the kids in Colorado? I don't know. Or? See, this is the 70s. No one really inter- uh. In those days, the, the school and the town was so traumatized. Did he kill himself, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that people just didn't, they kind of buried it. And uh, in fact, this is a funny thing. My father, two years ago, for the first time ever, asked me what happened that day. Wow, age 87. Yeah, because you know why? Because they they finally put a memorial in my high school and my father – because my mother is in long-term care. She has um, dementia. So I was there and we went to visit my mom and then he said, I want to show you something on the way home. And we went to my high school where they have the memorial. Mm. There's a, finally. And they've been trying for a long time to get this memorial. And it was very moving. And my father and I sat together on the memorial. And he said to me, finally, what's so, uh, yeah, go
0: now? what
1: happened <laughs> that day? Because this is crazy how much we've changed. Like, I remember very clearly finally getting sprung by the from the where we where we were hiding. Uh. And the police telling us to go home right away. And I did not go home right away. Because I, I just wanted, I couldn't. I was in, I was so high, Before. if that makes sense. I was euphoric.
0: New to Podcast One, it is the Trials of the Vampire straight out of Australia. When a male prostitute is accused of raping and mutilating a client, few doubt his guilt. The attack was shocking, and the victim claims the attacker boasted about being a 200-year-old vampire. To hear the whole story, you must. Go to podcast com or make sure you get the new Podcast One app. This is a story you do not want to miss. All right, you're looking to buy a car. You may have heard terms like MSRP. You might be familiar with them, but do you really know what they stand for? What it means, same goes for invoice, list price, dealer price, all that stuff. It's just enough to confuse anybody. What you want is the true price, the actual price. And now you have true price from True Car. You'll know exactly what you'll pay for the car you want, including fees and accessories, before you even get to the dealership. And True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your home. How do you know true price is a great price? Because TrueCar shows you what other people paid for the car you want. You see that scattergram. You lock in that price, and your certified dealers know this, so they set the true price competitively, so they can win your business. And once you lock in that price, you know you've locked in a price for an actual vehicle on a TrueCar certified dealer's lot. So when you're ready to buy new or used, visit TrueCar.com. That's right. Get that true price from True Car, whether you're buying new or used, and visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features are not available in all states. It's summer, and you can get dehydrated more than any other time of the year. And with your are exercising lying on the beach, let's face it, hydration is a big deal. And a lot of people don't understand it. The way to stay hydrated is with a proper balance of glucose, sodium, water. Hydrolyte does this better than any sports drink out there. In fact, Hydrolyte is the best oral hydration product I've ever tried. I planned to invent a product just like this. I knew it was necessary. I knew it was something that would be good for medical reasons, for rehydration, for you shouldn't need an IV. You could do this stuff by mouth. And now Hydrolyte comes with their product and great flavors like orange, berry, lemonade. And it does just that. They've got a pre-mixed drink. They've got a powder. My personal preference is the effervescent tablets. You Just simply drop in a glass or bottle of water. Compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. You can find Hydrolyte at Rite Aid or Hydrolyte.com. Again, it's H-Y-D-R-A-L-Y-T-E slash Dr. Drew. And for a limited time for our listeners, you'll save 30% on Hydrolyte when you click through on the banner on our website, drdrew.com, and use the code DRDRW18, drdrew18, at checkout. So it's hydrolite.com slash doctor Drew and then use that code Dr. Drew eighteen at checkout for the thirty percent discount. You will not be sorry. Were you you were ever an alcoholic or
1: anything or is that in no. your family system no no that's not a, no and uh, so uh, i i remember i had to wait till the bodies were taken out i was you Jesus. know i just want i didn't quite understand what was happening i yeah. didn't really believe what was happening yeah, yeah. I, I remember everything i could hear things differently and everything was so clear and crisp yeah yeah and and i remember getting home and the door sp- You know, the screen door smacking open and my mother coming out and shaking me and like, where the hell were you? Like, because I didn't even call. Did she not know about it? She She knew. knew. She wondered where you were. She was furious because she had five kids. She had two of them in the school. And and this is the best part. So I asked my mom. This is hours after. So I asked my mom, so where is dad expecting that my father had come home? And she goes, what do you mean? Your father's at work. I said, well, didn't you call him? she goes, don't be ridiculous. I'm not allowed to call your father at work unless it's an emergency. Oh. That's how much we've changed. And then my brother, who had also been in the school that day, punched me in the shoulder and went, you weren't shot. Don't be such a fag. <laughs> a t- he didn't say the fag part, but that's, that's really it. So my, it was like, you weren't wounded. So
0: what's the problem? And so, do you have? I I'm, I'd love to get your insight on the Parkland thing. Say that you know, what happened. Ah, before.
1: yes. I I I'm quite obsessed with. The, I've been writing a movie for many years, trying to get it made. Um, I, I I think one of the problems. I think they should. They should. Um, I think I'm very impressed by those kids, mm. and um, I, I'm very. I, I worry for them, but I also think to myself, they're children. Mm. They're far more resilient than we are. Mm-hmm. They will get over it. Of course, they're going to have problems. And, and some of them will probably have things that... will It, it, it will change their entire lives. Yeah. And I can, it, it is true. You're still going to have a fantastic life. But I would advise that they get some therapy. Of course. Now, they didn't do therapy when I was young. Uh, and um, But I also would say that they should probably stay away from the public eye. I think that's actually a problem as well. I think that the fame... Um, uh, could per- warp them. It perpetuates the high too. I think it does. Yeah, because I, I remember very clearly in school, we were so excited that we were the se- the whole world. Yeah. I mean, we were the number one story in the world yeah. for a while. We had telegrams from the president of the United States, from the prime minister of England, from the Queen. So we were like stars, and that year, everybody got the school jacket, and every, and we dined out on that story for years and years and years, and I think it affected me. I mean, it's my first real experience with fame. Like, my first interview was at 16 to the CBC so about
0: it. So part of the repetition could be towards that high, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Even this, yeah, yeah, is part of the problem. But but you but you but again, you synthesized it and
1: and made it productive, right? You made it creative, that, and productive. That's yeah. what I think. My yeah. thing is, if you're wounded, yeah, remember that when it heals, it will be stronger. Mm. And and then do something with it, like turn, well, yeah. You know, I, I, I like that you did
0: something with, it in a sense that you took other strengths and ideas and pulled it all together into one new thing. Yes, and that, that's that's what a lot of people don't do. They it, don't, it, which is that synthetic piece. But that's I'm, important
1: important. I think what I'm 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 just very lucky that I think that I'm I, I'm. Uh, um, uh, made this way. Like, as a, I have an artistic soul. Mm. I have an art- artist's heart. So, for me, no matter what happens to me, I'll always find a way to synthesize it into something creative. I'm just looking at that. I get everything that you've been there's through. There's a lot of trauma Oh, there. You, you got kicked out of NYU for being disruptive. York. Not NYU. Just oh. York. Yeah. York University. I'm yeah. sorry. Oh, I have, there's a, there's uh, a, and you're not even... I'm sure there's stuff that isn't there, but it's... Oh. <laughs> there's a lot.
0: Were you misbehaving? Yes. Becau- I was a, I was
1: because a, of all this? Or? I was just a... I was... I was such a contrary child. I had no respect for authority. because of dad's physical abuse, probably stuff? Yeah. most likely. Yeah. and I never because the whole
0: society then becomes dad. You know, you're everything to, is yeah. my father. Yeah
1: everything the country was my fault yeah right the, well, the,
0: the external world becomes the, dad when the everything
1: abusive. was yeah. everything we have lots me. of people like that these, these my, days everything's my either dad either the
0: abandoning dad or the abusive dad
1: yeah a- everything's my fault yeah. yes and I, so
0: you yeah. were acting out against that
1: absolutely yeah absolutely you don't think I'm you don't think I'm good enough watch this you yeah. don't think I'm a man okay watch this I think my entire life is to, is proving that I'm a man that I'm that I'm good enough yeah then that was dad mm-hmm. telling you you weren't yes absolutely
0: did he want you to be an engineer or something? Yes, absolutely. He, so you, you, He wanted
1: all of us to be two things, an athlete, a professional hockey player, or an engineer. And uh, there were four brothers? F- There's five of us. And one of my brothers was an extraordinary athlete. Extraordinary. Ice hockey. And he, Yes. And he could have been if okay. he could have been in the NHL. I and mean, we were only a year apart. And we were uh, Irish twins. And what's, he, he could have been. What's he doing now? He's dead. Oh, he committed suicide. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the other
0: two, three, I'm afraid they're to they're, ask. they're 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 alive. With the engineers? One's an engineer? One's an engineer.
1: Um, and one's a banker. Okay, and one's a um uh, a comic like me.
0: Two comics. That's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, it is. Huh.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so is yeah. he
0: somebody we know and we know? No, you wouldn't know. No, okay. no, is he up in Canada still? Canada, or yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Huh. <laughs> That's very interesting. And all of us are funny like it was a very comedy in my family was a huge deal what's the ethnicity uh, irish scottish and so you know a lot of the, again back to humans and their sort of
0: trends populations that were severely traumatized go to humor Oh God! You know, yeah. Jews, Scottish, Irish, Scottish. Yeah. It's, you know, it, it
1: yeah, Humor was everything. Every every evening, every dinner was the f- seven of us sitting around. My mother didn't par- be- take part in it. She thought it was awful. But it was basically who did you see that day? Who was ridiculous? Who was stupid? Who was fat? Who was ugly? Who was whatever? Right? And we just told stories. And whoever was the funniest would be that would be the winner. And and
0: your brother that committed suicide was just a depressive, schizophrenic. Oh. Okay, so he had a chronic mental illness, and, mm-hmm. okay.
1: but it didn't manifest until we were eighteen. Well, that's sort of where it happens. Yeah. Usually, he was up until then. He was the golden boy. He oh, was the best goodness. looking, the most athletic. The he was a perfect, it's, it's perfect a man. A strange illness.
0: Yeah, and, and did he die young with that? Or? Yes, yes. Oh, uh, so uh, thirty-four. Oh goodness. Yeah, and that must have been many years ago. Yes, when the it treatments was. weren't that great then and stuff.
1: No, no. And in fact, um, he had a long period of time before he was diagnosed. Where he got into a lot of trouble, and uh, he also was hit by a car, so he had developmental problems when he traumatic um, brain injury. Mm-hmm. Ooh, so he had a traumatic brain injury and schizophrenia. Did he go on drugs at all? Yes, he yeah. did, yeah. and they really hurt him. Um, he basically—that's a bad combo. Yeah, and schizophrenia, so, TBI and drugs. And so when he combo. so he walked f- funny and oh, talked funny. Oh. Yeah, poor guy. He had a, he was very cursed, and um, he it, my family was ashamed of of it back then. Oh. Did and, they take care of him? They did. And mm. then he was eventually diagnosed with schizophrenia when he got arrested for stalking. He was, oh, goodness. He was obsessed with a young lady. And then he got committed. And then because he got committed, you were allowed to finally um, have him diagnosed because mm. you weren't allowed to back then. What do you mean? My parents had no power over him. Oh, he's, he was, he's a, an adult. You know, he, yeah. He's a it's still free that way. agent. It is that way. Yeah. So even though he was a danger to himself and people, you couldn't do anything. Mm. And everyone was just waiting for that, you know, something terrible to happen. And uh, luckily, it wasn't so terrible. Um, and then he got put on medication, and it, it seemed to help, but here's the thing it made him gain a lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And I believe that that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Certainly. Because he was a beautiful man and an athletic man and he had a perfect, I mean, he was like born with a six pack. Uh-huh. And to see his body, to not be able to control your body, because he wasn't, he wasn't like an intellectual, or yeah. he wasn't dumb or anything, but he wasn't like a, he wasn't book smart. Yeah. And uh, it was all. It was physicality was everything for him. H- has that? Are you involved with mental health advocacy
0: or anything as a result of that? No, no, no. I- anything concerns you have politically in terms of LGBT issues? I'm just curious. Anything I, that you've your I eye on? Or well,
1: I'm actually probably one of the few people that's quite optimistic. Tell me. Well, I think we're we're living in a wonderful age, and I'm not. You know, I, oh, I, I mean, I, I imagine. Because you have an arc, long, yeah, and, and you've had some
0: problems yeah. with it.
1: Yes, and I'm a generation of gay men that went through the AIDS crisis. So for me, it's all you know, like, I'm in the sun. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Because, because
0: I, I was working, I was serving lots of uh, AIDS patients back in the day. I, mean, mm-hmm. I was in training uh, then, okay. and, I, and I worked at county so hospitals. So you, know you remember what it was like. I do. And, and they and don't. And nobody, nobody does. No, the world has no it idea. It was the darkest fucking mess. Mm-hmm. It was so sad no. so dark. I'll never get over it. And, and, and no, I'm, I'm glad we're having this conversation because there's sort of so few survivors. And, and all of us have
1: PTSD. All of oh, us are Jesus. not well. All, no, it's true. I know, but Did here's you? your fourth, fifth cause of PTSD. Oh, and I can go further. Oh my. Yeah, But I'm just tough as nails.
0: <laughs> I am. But, but, uh, perfectly for comedy. Yeah. So, uh, But but um, I, I just I feel like we have to... Um, Bring it up uh, often and, and memorialize. We really it. do.
1: We need to remember that the the, the 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 LGBT movement is built on the dead bodies of gay men. And, and that's Re- right. Really that's is. right.
0: And and those guys are not here to speak. And they're about not it. being they're not being celebrated. No. And they're not being talked about. And they're and, and you're we're, we're rewriting talk, history. And, and I won't have it. And I think people, I, I don't know what they think it was, but we're talking about extremely accomplished. I mean, art, artists and, and professors and.
1: It gutted the artistic soul of the West. Yeah. And I actually think that might be one of the unspoken truths to why we're in such a state. Because so many great gay men, so many beautiful minds and beautiful artists and souls were taken. And I think that it's—I I think that's one of the secret reasons why the West is in such a state.
0: And it by the West, you mean Western United States or Western culture? Western
1: culture, yeah. Because Western that... culture has turned on itself, and I think that's part of it. These, you know, like you can't—all the bottoms died. That's
0: funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but we got to laugh about this. Well, what at are some you going to do? But but it, but it's true. It, it was. The saddest goddamn thing I've ever been through. And,
1: uh,
0: and, and society didn't care. They didn't no. care. No, and that's what – they turned they, its back. They, they cared, but it was a little bit like, oh, it's Not them, really. It's them. No, it's okay. they basically
1: were like, you deserve it. At the beginning. Oh, at the beginning. Absolutely. But, but
0: I, I'm sorry you felt that way towards the end, but uh, come on. We had the AIDS Project. There was oh, big oh, movements and lots of resources. Absolutely. But, it, 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 that, that but those ended. first few years yes. are oh, – were
1: seared on my soul.
0: Okay. Well, that part was – at the hands of people who are still around, by the way, mm-hmm. who, who, and even politicians and they stuff are. who, who, who took game. don't Yeah, good.
1: So when I look at Donald Trump, I go, well, he's not Ronald Reagan. And, and some of the other guys. Like, and, I'm sorry. He's not George Bush. He's not invading countries. He's not ignoring 35,000 dead men. Ronald Reagan, an actor. How many hundreds of gay men made his face up and did his hair? How many wardrobe men did he work with? You know, I you know I what mean, not, like you're right. I did not think about that. I won't forget I, I was, that. Yeah, I wasn't thinking about the president
0: at the An time actor. because but but what I would say is I think he was and respectfully he was ignorant to what was going on. He just did, he didn't want to draw He didn't just even direct his attention to Maybe it. Maybe not completely ignorant.
1: And and that's But you look at those transcripts, and and you read those I, stories and they're laughing about it. Yeah. You read it they 're laughing they 're going are do you have wait are you, do you have fag are you a fag ronald there 's all these transcripts where these very, very powerful men are talking about it, yeah. and they 're laughing about it well i 'm glad you have yes. this perspective though I think it 's important for some of the younger folks they that, do that, need to understand yeah. that you it, know what their, yes. their
0: freedoms and their and their ability to be angry today <laughs> like, is on the back like, of some, like some real serious like stuff. I go
1: guys. I just watched a movie called Love Simon, which is a Hollywood rom com about a teenage gay boy with a happy ending. Get a grip, get some perspective.
0: Yeah. And the the other thing is, if people if they take aim at the AIDS crisis, they want they want to go oh, oh they let it they let it there's in the history of medicine there's never been this kind of a success story. It's right? an incredible they, success we story. We had this new thing figured out what it was, mm-hmm. characterized it, got the epidemiology, figured out a causative agent, and came up with treatments. And now it's a chronic illness in yeah. Inside size of twenty years that happened. Incredible. That, Syphilis took a thousand years to come up with a decent treatment. I know, you know, and so here we are. So everybody, hats off to, to everybody yeah. on this yeah. one. But so uh, I'm quite I'm, optimistic. Right. I'm sure we'll lose a bit of get, we're, we're losing a bit of ground, but we're that ship has sailed. Okay, I'm, I'm delighted to hear that because yeah. I am so. Upset all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm upset. not. Okay, good. I'm really not. No. I'm actually quite happy right now. Um, I feel like I, I'm like, ah, oh, the cancer might have been the last straw where I just went, okay, I'm going to be happy.
0: Well, let me, let me, because you're making me feel better just talking to you. Because I've been, I'm just, you know, I'm just worried all the time. I'm upset by the, 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 some of the rhetoric that's out there. I'm on yeah, the, all sides. It's, it's, it's not, ugly. It's ugly. It's, yeah, it's incredibly ugly. Uh,
1: but tell me more. What, what, what should people do to, to? Well, I think people I mean, have, thankful for. People it. have got to stop demonizing the other side. Yeah. This whole idea, the way that the left and the right has become tribal. I know it's weird. Is, it's it's is very it's, terrifying.
0: We're all being held hostage by the extremes. But, by both.
1: I, I agree. The yeah. left, the far left, yeah. and the far right right have been held hostage hostage by radicals Mm. i believe that for this about white people for a second i think people white people on the far left have turned to self-loathing they can't stop beating themselves up Mm. they look at donald trump and they see that horrible straight white man that they hate that they thought they'd gotten rid of right and so they just can't stop flagellating themselves and the right the far right the radicals have gotten they've been caught up in the grips of um uh, well, racial superiority. Yeah, yeah. They're both right. And then, well, really, they're and both and right. And they're and, both wrong. And the
0: and, and the right also is trying. To, like, they want to go backwards. They want to they yes. like undo things. But and, they're
1: both a fantasy, radicals so that are holding yeah. all the rest of us. And then it, it, for hostage has hostage. Yes, and and also now both sides, particularly the left, are now saying people like us in the middle. We're like the Vichy government. Like you gotta make a choice. And I'm thinking, no. Even the language, the resistance, to me it's hysterical. It's so ludicrous. Like maybe well, when people are being marched off to camps at night, but like you can't call it the resistance yet. No, it's not that. It's I find it faintly silly. Well, you probably
0: heard me talking about Theraworks Relief on television. If you're one of the millions of Americans who suffer from muscle cramps in your legs and feet, relief is finally here. Theraworks Relief, it's a topical foam, clinically proven to relieve muscle cramps fast. And with daily use, Theraworks Relief can even prevent muscle cramps before they start. That's right. Put it on a couple times a day. And uh, these horrible cramps at night that can disrupt your sleep, be unhealthy, because sleep is important. A lot of people have this. Or if you're unable to exercise because of cramps, TheraWorks Relief is your solution. For over a year now, I've been recommending TheraWorks Relief to my family, friends, patients, and results speak for themselves. Now, TheraWorks Relief is the real deal. It's a life-changing product, and best of all, you don't need a prescription. It's my choice for preventing and relieving muscle cramps. Make it yours, too. Get TheraWorks Relief today at select CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens pharmacies or at theraworksrelief.com. That's T-H-E-R-W-O-R-X, relief, theraworksrelief.com. Speak to your pharmacist. You'll find they're about as enthusiastic as I am about TheraWorks Relief. You don't have to take a medication for the first time. We can do something about cramps without a pill. It's great. Experience Relief from Muscle Cramps for yourself. That is TheraWorks Relief for your muscle cramps. Video conferencing, uh, it has changed the way we do things. And in 2018, the superior product is Zoom. I tell you, Zoom delivers flawless video, pin-drop clear audio, Instant sharing across any device, desktop, laptop, tablet, mobile, HD video is striking. And you can see up to forty-nine participants live on the screen. It's crazy. And it's it's really reliable and so easy to use, so so intuitive. With Zoom, you can share anything with anyone from any device, word file, spreadsheet, presentation deck, YouTube video, photos, whatever it is. Zoom is everything you could have wanted or imagined to you possibly need in a video communication. And with some features you didn't even think of but you wonder how you lived without it. You can set up a green screen behind you, make a backdrop of your client's logo, or whatever you want. You mean be in exotic locations. Now, if you already use Zoom, you know what I'm talking about. You're as enthusiastic as I am. And if you don't, find out. Visit Zoom, Z-O-O-M, zoom.us and set up your free account today. Meet Happy with Zoom Video Communications. Set up your free account today at zoom.us. <laughs> Is, is uh, Do you see some of this because you're a Canadian, do you think? Or yes, working. Yeah. Are you a Canadian absolutely. citizen or are you, are you a citizen? I'm, I'm
1: a landed immigrant. Yeah. Um, it, I absolutely believe that's part of it. I don't have a horse in the race. Is, are anyway. you unusual
0: as a Canadian in seeing it this way or is that Canada just look and laugh and shake their
1: head? Most Canadians are like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, They just look and go, what the <laughs> hell are <laughs> What's they doing? actually good. Doing? A, I yeah, like that. Yeah. All
0: right. Fair enough.
1: But I I, I actually I, – I look at it and I think that I – you know, Canadians are very um, – Schooled in watching this country, and it, which is weird, too. and no one watches us. Yeah, so we're like spies, and we know how to fit in. We pass, <laughs> and um, we, we're always very. We're always. I think that. I mean, I th- think that this country honestly needs an intervention. Like it needs like the way like Israel and the Palestine it needs an intervention from countries like some like a comic from Switzerland a comic from Canada was, peacekeeping is, countries is, to come in and to make the left and the right face each other and stop this Hutu Tutsi language which is I know it, it, I know it, we're, 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 we're this close to calling people cockroaches yeah, I know
0: and, or putting a star on their chest and it's shocking yeah
1: shocking it, is
0: um, is comedy an answer to this
1: I think so. Okay. And I I think, I I believe comedy, there's nothing that comedy can't touch. And so
0: you're touring now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And what's exciting is my buddy, people are so thin-skinned now. Yeah. But, uh, and I'm a white man, but I'm allowed to say anything as Buddy Cole because I think the young ones look at him and go, well, that guy's been through a war.
0: Well, I, I was thinking that would be nice if, if that historical perspective came through in the comedy. With it Biden. does. Yeah. I think
1: it does. And sure. so I'm allowed to say things that nobody gets to say anymore, especially white men. And um, I'm like, wow, it's like a superpower. <laughs> you know, like I'm really grateful. And you're, you're
0: romantically involved? You still have a boyfriend
1: from No, France. I don't.
0: And, and the, the French, can you explain to me, I meant to ask you this earlier, okay. they have a very strange relationship with Muslims, don't they? Who? French. The French. The French? They Quebec, welcome, you mean? Oh, he's French. Quebec, he's Quebecois. Yes. He's not French, Parisian French or Who something. Who are you speaking of? I'm talking about French, French. France, French. Because they, they welcome the Muslim in. Yes. And then they won't let them practice their headdress or anything. Right. So, but you Very have to, strange.
1: But France has a f- much greater Muslim population than no, I, here. I, no, I know. They welcome yeah. them in, but then they don't. Yeah. Then they don't.
0: They sort of insist that
1: they become French. <laughs> sort yeah. of a weird. They do. Yeah. I but you're know. like that too. America US? is about you're a melting pot too. Um, I mean, that's yeah, how historically we, that, historically I, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah I think Th- that's there's a how I grew to Try thinking. to allow people to retain.
0: There's a lot the of mosaic, them, yeah, which is what we're called.
1: Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to work. Hmm. That's what um, a lot of people say. I, I don't think it's going to work. Hmm. That's what I think is a problem.
0: Well, if you don't have a common philosophy mm-hmm. or a common goal or a common something mm-hmm. that you, that mosaic can be held together and See common,
1: that Canada is different. Yeah. Our common. Thing that uh, it, We are a mosaic, but multiculturalism in Canada is like an official religion.
0: Oh, is that right? Like
1: it is bred into you. Even, is, even the French? <laughs> I mean,
0: the French, not of, as much.
1: Yeah. But the Canada are two solitudes. Uh, so they, but the difference is I think because it was two European peoples sharing that conquered land yeah. and also sharing it with the natives, not the same way, but now there's a real reconciliation going on. I think that gave Canadians... More uh, uh, an ability to to live with people that are very different. I think that's one of the things that's really working in our favor. It's as if America started off and said, "Okay, we just we beat the Spanish, but instead of vanquishing in them, which is what everybody did, yeah. let's share the country." Yes, and that you didn't do that. No, no. But we did yeah. when the we the English beat the French, and then said, "Hey." That was pretty mean what we did. Let's share. Hang out here for a while. That never, ever happened in history. Yeah, yeah. And we did. And I think maybe it seemed ridiculous 200 years ago, but now it kind of seems smart. Yeah. Oh, sure. Like I'm looking and going, wow,
0: Trudeau, good on you. Well, although I'm seeing the rise of envy – I was telling Adam this the other day – I'm also seeing the the rise of sort of negotiated winning for everybody. It, it's like people are willing to come together to form something that benefits – it's not it's not a zero-sum game anymore. We're going to take from the French so the British have it. Right. It's like French and the British are going to thrive together. Right. And that's – I think that's happening more these days at the same time as sort of envy and – Weird aggression is sort of amongst us. Yeah. I don't know. See,
1: Canada's big deal right now is uh, we're, we have, we're involved in a thing called reconciliation, mm-hmm. which is um, basically a reconciliation with the people that came after the natives. So it's a reconciliation with the native people mm-hmm. and, and acknowledging the past, um, acknowledging how ugly it was, facing up to it, um, apologizing, honoring the treaties that were broken over the centuries and bringing native people more into the into the into the into the family and vice versa and changing the canadian family uh, and like, there's a lot of changing names to be more native and mm. that sort of thing and i think that's quite healthy i agree
0: I'm not. I'm not sure we can pull it off here.
1: I not even, well. You you've got two racial wounds. You got to figure yes, we, out the black-white things first. Then you might get to the native thing, and I doubt it because you did a better job at genocide, <laughs> way better than we did. Sheesh. We didn't finish the job.
0: It's so sad. <laughs> it is. Well, listen, we'll wrap this up. I appreciate Did I get everything you needed to say? Yeah, um, very, you touched it, all my triggers. I could. I hope you. I feel good. Deep cleansing breath. Yeah. But I'm really glad we talked about the HIV uh, epidemic because I, I just sort of – I bring it up all the time and I just mention to people how sad it was and how people forget. But I'm just glad to find somebody huge. else. huge.
1: I, I, I'm obsessed with, with, with the legacy and how now I feel like all the chickens are coming home to roost. Like all these – this this past I have to deal with. Like all this pain. You know, like just this sadness that I have, this jealousy that I have. Of what? To young people. Now? Yeah. I'm working through it and I think I'm doing quite well, but I had a a poisonous jealousy of young gay people for a while because I was so jealous. Because they had it so much freer and easier.
0: Oh, well, leave leave them a... a message, leave them a heritage. Well, leave that's what a, I'm trying to. do. Yeah. I'm trying
1: to move into my uh, elder statesman years. I'm yeah, trying to be wise a, and they to need be, that perspective. I do need that, and I, I'm trying. And, and that's what I'm hoping to become. I'm I'm like Gandalf the Gray, just going. When do I get to be Gandalf the White? I want to. <laughs> I want to let go of all of that. That's what I'm working well, on. Well, uh, gratitude and, and service. That's said I am very grateful yeah. now, and I'm very happy and grateful to where I'm at in the world. Find Scott at Scott
0: underscore Thompson. It's a nice, easy name. Nope. It is, isn't it? I think mean, isn't it Scott Thompson underscore? Yes, yeah, Scott Thompson underscore. Oh, oh, oh thank so you for Scott's catching that. Scott Thompson underscore. Uh, the the album is not a fan. Yeah, uh, iTunes, Amazon. Uh, Scott, uh, is there a website too? Is there no? Okay, well, no. I appreciate you spending some time with me Thank you very Good much. To meet you. you too.